नमस्ते देर आर यूनिक चैलेंजेस विच कम इन द कोर्स ऑफ टेकिंग ए स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ जस्ट एज देर आर टिपिकल चैलेंजेस वेन यू लीड अ लाइफ विच इज वट इज कॉल्ड एज द यूजल राउंड ऑफ डिजायर्स द यूजल राउंड ऑफ डिजायर्स एंड इगोइजम इज अ लाइफ विच इज प्राइमरीली सेंटर्ड अराउंड सेल्फिशनेस but in spiritual life we are meant to get past this selfishness this egoism and ultimately the ego itself so sometimes because of this there may appear a need in the being of becoming a martyr because we feel if i should not be selfish therefore i you know people become a martyr it's it's a natural tendency uh in in some people who are quite sensitive so they become sensitive to the suffering of others and in trying to assuage their suffering they start taking it upon themselves now is this a correct attitude and we have a wonderful passage of the mother and i would read that she says the only way to relieve others to eliminate a little suffering in this world is not to allow any sensitivity however painful it may seem to arouse suffering in yourself or to disturb your peace and serenity so meaning thereby if somebody is suffering we respond with pity and in that excessive pity we tend to take that upon ourselves she says that is not the way on the other hand the idea of the work to be accomplished is itself warped by the illusion of personality i i am the one who is going to draw this suffering into myself the correct idea is not to draw all suffering to yourself which is unrealizable so what is to be done because you can't see people whom you love cherish and even otherwise this the suffering which is there so what do you do in that case he says the correct idea is not to draw all suffering to yourself which is unrealizable but to identify yourself with all suffering in all others to become in it and in them a seed of light and love which will give birth to a deep understanding to hope trust and peace so instead of drawing it into yourself you sow seeds of light of hope of love it's a very it's like a minor surgery but that's what is important so one way is that we try to run away oh this is too much for me we can't take it so there is jugupsa the other is we are drawn by pity and we take it upon ourselves she says no even while you are there you understand that suffering is there and know the deeper causes and there so a seed of light in fact that's what compassion is compassion unlike pity pity is at the same level you begin to feel oh poor fellow that's pity it doesn't help it only drags you into the suffering it's adding to the burden of suffering in the world but compassion is where you look at it from above you understand the real reason and you act from above to relieve it so this is the big difference and shift that takes place um in a spiritual life until this is well and understood the taste for sacrifice rises in your being and each time an opportunity for it appears since you are not disinterested in this matter since you desire this sacrifice it becomes something sentimental and irrational and results in absurd errors which sometimes have disastrous consequences so typical example is an indian woman nowadays indian men also well husbands women all has become flat so 
but there was a time when you know they would go to any extent of sacrificing themselves for the sake of the other family parents husband wife uh, thinking that this is by this we will grow this is what they misunderstood as sacrifice uh, forgetting that true sacrifice is the sacrifice to the divine presence and for the sake of the divine unfolding so sacrifice for the sake of sacrifice sacrifice so that sometime there is a very warped taste of the ego see i have sacrificed so much that is sentimentality and it doesn't help so this she is making it very clear thus consciously or not instead of sacrificing yourself for the good of others you sacrifice yourself for the pleasure of it which is perfectly absurd and of no benefit to anyone have you noticed that you know when somebody does something to you or you do something for someone and you have taken pains to do it it comes in the process of doing something let's say you have made some food and you want to give it to someone out of joy and love now uh, supposing you tell the person you know i woke up in the morning and to call the pains to make this food for you now imagine what will the impact on the other person so or if you have to receive it like that then it will be um, you know in in when we were young sometimes parent because in india this was very common sacrifice for the sake of sacrifice so sometimes parents would tell their children we when children grow up you know what sacrifices we made for bringing you up and we sacrificed our own food to feed you now you know it becomes absolutely meaningless then at one place mother says if you sacrifice give something to the divine and you remember it then you have not sacrificed to the divine but to the vanity of your ego that's it so it brings no result no purpose so we have to understand this little change of motive one is a sentimental movement for sometimes the sake of you know um satisfying a warped ego that takes pleasure in sacrificing for the sake of sacrificing see i have sacrificed so much that's not what is demanded from us and that's not a spiritual movement it's a movement of the sentimental ego so then she says so what we should do when there is this sensitivity in people not the detachment which is equivalent to the annihilation of the capacity to feel but the detachment which brings about the abolition of the capacity to suffer how beautiful it is so one detachment is where you don't feel it's okay that person is suffering it's his problem her problem i don't care this is not what is being asked of us what is being asked for us is something subtle profound very high a detachment wherein we don't suffer but we can help much better because we understand that suffering is a state of consciousness of acute egoism and ignorance so you don't sit together and say okay now i am also suffering oh our life is there was at least one life in pain other life was free now i am also in pain so two people pain plus pain multiplying each other no instead of that the capacity to rise above suffering and give the true solution it's it's uh, psychologically you can see it when two people are quarreling 
uh, unfortunately, one of the most common diseases, um, not regarded as disease. So when two people are quarreling, now one person starts getting angry. The second person also starts vibrating to the anger. So what happens? There is a storm. Now if one person is angry and even cursing, you are saying anything. The other person doesn't run away or says in anger, oh, I don't care. But he brings that peace within himself and applies that peace onto the other person. That is the solution. So you are not uh, affected by that suffering, but you understand the suffering that is going on in another person and act upon it from a very higher poise. This is the way. By this you should understand that for the time being I am excluding insensitive people. Those who do not suffer because the substance they are made of is still too unrefined, too crude to feel and those who are not even ready for suffering. So first stage is very crude, thick-skinned people who, are, who can't suffer and they have a vicarious insensitivity to suffering of others. The second stage when you become acutely sensitive, not to your own but suffering in the world. And then you want to do something about it. But people rush into it and keep taking it upon themselves. That's not the way. First develop that compassion, that light, that hope, that love. And then transmit it into the world. And then she gives the final solution. But of those who have achieved a high development of sensitivity, it can be said that their capacity to suffer is the exact measure of their imperfection. So though they have reached a high sensitivity, if they get caught in that vibration and start vibrating to it, so it's a sign of imperfection. So what is the right way? She says, indeed the expression of a true psychic life in the being is peace, a joyful serenity. A smile was her master movement. That's how it is described in Savitri. So regardless of whatever happens, there is a smile. There is a smile of benevolence, smile of understanding, smile of compassion which we can have toward the world. This is to cure in ourselves this attraction for suffering. We must understand the absurdity, the petty egoism of the various causes of our sufferings. So it is not spiritual to start with. Some people take a vicarious joy, you know, oh, I will do this, I will do that and become a martyr and at the end they add to their own agony and suffering, thinking they have done a great deed. They have not done a great deed. They have only fed their sentimentality and their ego of a warped kind. So, this is what is called as becoming a martyr. It goes to that extreme. And I have seen it in families. Uh, somebody comes unannounced and you want to make food for everybody and you, you are paining yourself. That's not what is required. That to go to that extreme. Or somebody is ever unhappy with you for whatever reason and you keep on satisfying, keep on finding ways and means to satisfy the person so that the person can be happy. That is not needed. It fails actually. One has to learn it by experience perhaps, but it fails. So what is important is you understand the real cause of suffering is this state of ego and ignorance in which one is caught. So get back to your own psychic poise, to higher poise. And apply it on the other person. Not run away, but apply it. Today or tomorrow, that will have an effect. And to cure our excessive and ridiculous desire for sacrifice, too frequently for its own sake, regardless of any useful results, we must understand that if we are 
to remain in contact with all human sufferings through our sensitivity we must also be vigilant and discerning enough to dissolve these sufferings as they come to the clear sighted they are purely imaginary most of the sufferings are purely imaginary they are not and you can be dragged in that world and sometimes that's why the reactions or actions of a spiritual person may appear very hard hearted sometimes like indifferent but that is because you realize that this is the real thing you have you are not even seeing at the real thing so she says that if you have the clear discernment we will move in the world which is full of suffering what should be our poise with a psychic poise benevolence goodwill compassion love yes light yes but not pity and that kind of getting caught and sacrificing one's own life and everything for the sake of so called good that's not good for from this point of view the only way to come to the help of men is to oppose to their suffering an immutable and smiling serenity this is a state ah huh? don't think that if i keep smiling with the mouth person may get very annoyed and more irritated so that's not what it means but an inner state of smiling serenity because you understand it's like a child what do you do when you see a child getting angry and throwing up the child doesn't understand why things are happening so what do you do you don't start conceding to the child you know that the child will be relieved it's just a question of time be around be there but don't get caught into it so immutable and smiling serenity which will be the highest human expression of impersonal love so this is the other extreme that on one side one extreme is where we become completely selfish this one extreme the other side is in trying to become so called unselfish we start sacrificing our life absurdly driven by pure sentiments not with any higher aim or purpose but simply to feed the sentimental ego within us and in the other person the result is we suffer other person suffers because that is not the cure for suffering that's what she is saying and suffering plus suffering becomes suffering to the level of 2 suffering square quadratic equation it's not two double suffering it multiplies <laughs> so always keep that psychic serenity and meet this world you will encounter and know its true causes is an ignorant attachment a lot of it is imaginary you know even physical pain lot of it is imaginary it comes it, i mean it may sound again very psychological pain lot is imaginary you have built a whole hypothesis around which you are leading your life and therefore people complain and grumble and they close the doors to grace so instead of that let us live in the calm serenity and joyous smile of the psychic being and for that let us find it <laughs> and be one with it namaste